So what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Illy Vish, and I hope everybody is doing okay right now. It's a lot of intense energies going on. This week, we've had a lot of activity on the show, and I'm just so excited because this is just a preview of, you know, everything that's coming in the future. Libra season has really placed a highlight on one-to-one relationships, and in the last episode, when we talked with Coach K, we were speaking about how your relationship to yourself is very important. It's imperative. You've got to find that balance and harmony within before you're right and ready to go out and actually bring someone else into your, um, into your mix. So, um, I decided to bring on someone who focuses on self mastery and development from, um, a psychic development perspective. So, our, our guest on this episode is Darius Mills, um, who was a psychic who I first saw pulling tarot cards on the Peace Dealers channel. And he's just really a phenomenal spirit that has a lot to offer. And he was kind enough to sit down with me. And, you know, we talked about a couple of different things in spirituality, but really focused in on his upcoming course that he has called From Zero to Psychic Hero in 30 Days, Maximize Your Psychic Abilities, Radiate Confidence in Your Craft, and Sprint Out of the Spiritual Closet. This young man is so deep and so knowledgeable, and I encourage everybody to really pay attention to a lot of what he's saying. Also, the link is in um, the description for how to get more information or to sign up for Darius's course, but I hope you guys enjoy. Hope you're keeping your head up because Venus is stationed in retrograde at 10 degrees Scorpio and hmm, (laughs) I kind of like this intense energy because I love seeing what comes about from intensity, but you know, everybody is kind of wilding right now um with their responses to some of it inboxes are blowing up people are like why me all sorts of stuff is going down but in a future (laughs) episode for next week we're going to kind of cover this retrograde and go over what you should be looking at as per it impacting your personal chart so again this episode our guest is darius mills enjoy thank you for tuning in to spiritual gangsta certified for tuning in again to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. This is Illy Vish, and this week I want to dive into the the land of tapping into our psychic abilities. I have a very special guest this week. I first saw him on the Peace Dealers channel, and he was pulling cards, and I just, I could not get over how when he was pulling the cards, what he was saying felt like it was directly for me. It just, it just kind of, I don't know, it resonated in a way that a lot of different things that I watch um, just simply doesn't. So I was like, I have to have him on the show. So I want everybody to welcome Darius Mills. Say hi, Darius. How are you guys doing today? (laughs) (laughs) So glad to finally have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. It sounds like a good time. We're going to have fun. I can feel it. Yes, yes, definitely. Because when I was watching you online, one of the things that was popping out to me, I'm like, you know what? 
I've read somewhere that, you know, we all have these psychic abilities that we can tap into, but it just seemed like you're so confident and stand so strongly in yours. And I'm like, how do I get like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is it that I'm not doing (laughs) that's preventing me from being able to really tap into that portion of myself? So how did that all start for you? Well, for me, the confidence came with, honestly, being engulfed by fear. I was first engulfed by fear, and I was determined to overcome that fear. Mm -hmm. And that drive that the fear created allowed me to truly dive into my psychic abilities. I was raised in a Christian background. Mm. My grandmother was the um, Sunday school teacher of a church. So we had the key to the church. We would be at church the second the church opened because we were opening the church our, ourselves. Oh, okay. And going to church wasn't wasn't an option. I'm, I'm African American, uh-huh. so you have two choices: you either going to church, I'm gonna beat your ass, and then going to church. <laughs> right? Okay. There's no there's no opportunities to disagree. If you disagree, you're still going to do what I'm going to say. You're going to feel pain. Yeah. In the, in the interim. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I went to church, and I knew that church wasn't for me. But I knew at the, the crux of church there was something higher than me, something um, more grand than me, because I, I felt it in church. I just, just, like, just like the way it was administered. There were so many requirements and rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I knew I needed to be free as a free spirit doing my own thing, but in accordance with what I deem higher level vibration. So I decided to meditate instead of going to church. Okay. And with meditation, what basically came about is just an understanding of oneness and how oneness is essentially us connecting to all things. So when I say give a psychic reading or I'm tapping into being psychic, I'm truly just tapping into myself because we're all the same energy. If I tap into your energy or the energy of my spirit, guys, we're all the same being. So I'm just truly just talking to myself. And now if you take away the context of a psychic reading, when you say, hey, I want to instead talk to myself, does, it, does that seem very difficult? No. It removes all of the, um, the, the negative fear-based concepts that people being psychic provide. And that's where the confidence came in, knowing that I'm doing nothing more than talking to myself. That's an amazing way to look at it. And I feel like if I would have known that previously, I probably wouldn't have felt like, you know, it would be a difficult thing to really kind of tap into my own psychic intuitiveness. Because as soon as you said, you know, realizing the oneness of everything, I'm like, oh, my Pisces energy is just like, yes, there yes, that's exactly, that just resonates um, so well. But I don't know. I I don't think on my own, I could have put it together in the way that you did. So once you were standing in this confidence and with the background, I, I definitely understand we had to go to church. My mom didn't care what happened the night before, if you were dead tired, it didn't matter. You you were getting in there. But once you stood in your confidence with it, how did people in your family respond to this, given the fact that, you know, you had this Christian upbringing? Everyone was against it. It, it was like, okay, dear, he's weird. Let's, we're going to ignore the fact that he's weird. We want to love him anyway, but it was still in the room. I would discuss these things and I would get dirty looks. Hmm. But, um... But I really use that as a platform to empower myself because if I'm going to be on this path, I have to make sure I'm on the path for me and my growth, not for the the um, the love and support from other people. I have to do it for myself, mm-hmm. freedom of this path for myself. So there was definitely dirty looks, but I got over it. So, so did they. I'm happy that you did because it, it's very discouraging, and I see this happen quite a lot with different people that I know. Once they awaken somehow spiritually or start 
um, engaging in what other people are scared of, like, which people deem like, oh my God, that's of the devil. That's this, that, and the other thing. You know, I myself used to kind of feel a little hesitant to talk to people about, you know, I don't want to call them my belief patterns. It's more like um, what I would practice because I know they were conditioned in such a way to be scared of those things or to shun those things. So I'm glad that you're not one of those people who like completely broke down because of it. Cause I've seen it happen to people. It's so sad. So sad. It really is. It truly is. But the way I look at it is that, um, this, okay. So if love is our default setting, the further you go with love, the, the stronger love is calling you back to it. Mm. What is life about contrast? You see what I'm saying? Well, how good is food? If um, you've never had shitty food, you need that shitty food to lay that foundation of contrast yes. to propel you back to things you actually love. So I think it's important to recognize the people in our life who present contrast and honor it and, and own it because it's going to push us closer to love. And now, make note of this. Mm-hmm. Don't be one to say, oh, hey, this person um, caused this negativity in my life. This person created this belief of fear in my life because in reality, Everything we're experiencing is a creation of our vibration. Mm. So if I'm feeling fear today, I'm going to come in contact with entities, energies, people, conversations, situations that result in fear because that is the energy I'm putting out. Okay. And as you know, you will receive what you're putting out. Yes. So if you're coming in contact with someone who is who isn't serving you, it's because you were serving you. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes. It's it's about being able to recognize that. Like our our vibration is our responsibility. A lot of times people will go, well, you know, because I went through this and had this experience and other people were this way towards me. Well, this is why I ended up this way. And I feel, and it's like, all of that is exempting themselves from owning their vibration. Like you have control over that at any point. At any point, and people seem to forget that. So we're calling into our experience, like you said, uh, what we're putting out. So yes, I, I totally agree with that. I love the way that you put it. That you know, if we're walking further and further away from love, it's calling us stronger back because that's our true nature. And that's something I really go over in my my my, my group pro, my group coaching program. I'm going to be doing this call from zero to psychic hero in 30 days because you mm-hmm. can't give any kind of psychic reading if you don't have love for thyself, because that is what you're tapping into. You're, you're the false setting is to be love. And when you're the false setting is love, miraculous things happen instantaneously. And I'm going to teach people how to truly come from a place of love with, without any effort. Yes, it's a 30-day program, but the transformation from point A to B is crazy. It's, it's unheard of, and I'm excited for this, because I've done meetup groups in the past where uh-huh. I've come in contact with people who literally are just very casual kind of spiritualist, they have the crystals, they do tarot stuff, you know, astrology, mm-hmm. it's like a gateway drug, so they got started with that, <laughs> and they came to my meetup group, they got, they came to my meetup group, and, and they, they realized that, holy fuck, I can do this shit, I can, I'm, I'm psychic, and they can literally give a stranger who has never met a reading, and the person who received the reading was like, holy fuck, because <laughs> what I do is I like to bring two novices together, because each novice is going to be doubting themselves. And because they're doubting themselves, they can connect to each other in the form of doubt. Mm-hmm. But when I teach them not to doubt, the transformation that they, they, they experience together is amplified because it's, a, it's, a, it's an act of co-creation. Ah. Um, transforming one person is not nearly as powerful as transforming two. And I don't mean um, 
it being a powerful times two, it being a powerful, probably times ten, because you're edifying. It's building exponentially as opposed to building a stacking effect. It's building exponentially. It's a snowballing effect. Gotcha. So take it to three, four, five people transforming at once. That's um, that's crazy, and that is the goal of this program. I'm accepting five very motivated people. I don't. If you're the kind of person who's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Psychic stuff isn't really for me. Then this program might not really be for you. I'm really wanting to dedicate this program to those who are diehard fanatics of the spiritual who want to level up. I hear and that. All you have to do is show up. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the dedication is important again, as you said, because with this experience, you guys will be co-creating. So you don't want someone yeah. in there who's not really all there. And oh my gosh, to know that you got you've had the experience where just by coming together as a group and interacting with one another, someone was able to like kind of just really get better almost immediately at tuning into their psychic aspects and giving someone a reading. This is intriguing to me, like very much. So when would you um, say that you first really felt or knew I mean, I know you tapped into yourself through meditation and such, but when was the first time you, you felt like, oh my goodness, I truly have tapped into something because of an experience that you had with another person? It was definitely when, early this year when I started to really do the meetup groups because I wasn't just doing second readings, I was teaching second readings. Okay. At this time, I was already four years in the game doing readings for others for, for money and whatnot. And so I started to say, hey, I want to teach others. I, I feel this is a gift we all possess. I wasn't born with these very crazy psychic experiences. I was just drawn to it. I did the work, and now I'm here, and I want to simplify the work because there's so many misconceptions about meditation and things of that nature. So I first realized that I'm passionate and I can transform people. Earlier this year, and I had a meetup group, I was just discussing that, and when I just came in contact with people and seeing their transformation in, in a one-hour, two-hour time frame, it's like, holy fuck, what can I do Mm-hmm. If I am in close contact with people for 30 days, for 30 whole days, that, that to me is exciting. Like, what can I, how far can I take someone in 30 days? If, they, if I'm dedicating my, my whole being to these people in 30 days, because not only are you getting access to, to me during the, the, the coaching sessions, mm-hmm. you, you can contact me 24-7 for the duration of the program. So oh, I'm, wow. like a, I'm like a, I'm like, I'm in your pocket. If you have a phone, you can text me any question. You know, I don't have five students because I want to make sure I'm focused on these five students. Okay. For 30 days, I'm, I, you have my undivided attention. And, and the fact that you, you can't really get this kind of coaching from a psychic or anything, any other person, because what they're going to do is charge you by the hour. And the, like the average psychic reading, maybe $90, $100 or so, if they're high quality, it might be even more, you know? Mm-hmm. So, 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 to, so for you to have access to me, as a spiritual development coach, is phenomenal. For 30 days, I think it's a great bargain, a great investment in yourself. Yes, I, I think so too, because a lot of times, I think people look at investments or things they should be spending money on as like, you know, tangible, material things, stuff, basically the stuff that we're not going to take with us once we leave this room. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, a lot of that stuff, is usually used to impress other people or to temporarily make people feel better about themselves. Whereas when you're developing yourself, 
spiritually, you're you're putting yourself so far ahead in the game. You know, you're becoming a better version of where you used to be previously. So with what you're doing with this 30 days, which is amazing that you're giving people such access to you, like the 24-7 access, can you kind of let everybody know um, the different things that you're into that they could ask you about, like during this process? Like, yes. It is about developing one's psychic ability, but what are some of your other favorite spiritual areas that you could be of assistance in? Okay, so I think I really specialize in no bullshit. I'm impatient. I'm a child of the internet. I was born in 1991. Mm -hmm. I'm a Leo. I have a shit ton of planets in Virgo in the sixth house, so I am very to the point now. I cannot be bothered to wait for things, so I want results now gotcha so my biggest um um ideology for this is this principle of doing long meditations is asinine to me long med- it's like we're it's like we're trying to meditate to levitate it's like <laughs> we're trying to meditate for so long that we aren't really leveling up it, it, it's, it's like you're it's like you're trying to really work out but you're only walking for two hours that, mm. that, that can help yeah but it, there's nothing like lifting weights and, and but the thing about this kind of program, you aren't even lifting weights. You just dive again the shortest way possible. It's like I'm giving you a shortcut, shortcut to get to the mall. But instead of taking the shortcut, you want to walk there. It's like no, that's silly to me. So I, what I really teach in this class is to understand the truth and how and how we are literally creating our environment. So all you're doing by reading for others is just read for yourself. Mm-hmm. I go over what I call an I am blueprint, which literally you. Like, literally, you're paving your, your life before you even get to that aspect. You're, like, literally vibrationing, writing down things that you want to experience to actually experience them. Okay. And you're going to, uh, so I'm teaching you how to manifest. I'm teaching you how to love thyself. I'm teaching you to love others. And knowing that any kind of judgment you, you experience from someone else is the judgment you have for yourself. Mm. It's like, it's, not only is it psychic development, but it's also transformational just as a life in general. Like, the, it's, like it's almost almost like life coaching. It's like a life coach at the same time because I'm giving you psychic development skills. I'm also teaching you how to just paint your physical life in a completely different way. In a completely different way. I love it. I love it because all of these things can be incorporated um, to help you better in life. Like you said manifestation that definitely stuck out to me. Um, I, I think that's one of the areas that I primarily use um, all the different elements that you could study, like, you know, astrology, uh, tarot, etc. because I'm so focused on being a creator of my own experience rather than a person that shit just happened to, you know what I mean? I think that's giving yourself power. Yeah. Yeah. I really love the way that you put that. You have a very, you, first of all, you have a very, um, genuine air about you and wanting to help people, which has to be all those six house planets. Cause that, that's beautiful. It just comes across very strongly. But on top of that, you, you understand the importance and I'm not in any way do I want to make you feel totally so young or anything like that. But I'm so impressed when I see people younger than me <laughs> in here. Cause I'm 38. I'm, I was born in the eighties and I I feel like so many people in your generation specifically, you guys are made aware or just um, come to be drawn to a lot of this stuff that, you know, people in my generation are like, what is that? Like, you know, 
you're open. It's it's a beautiful thing. I didn't pick up on any of this until I was maybe 31. So like, yeah, yeah. It's amazing to think that I was in a completely different headspace for the entire first half of my life. And and now I can't even imagine being that person. And all I can think to myself is, well, shoot, if I had your course, I probably would be even more further developed with my own psychic development and manifestation. So, wow. Absolutely. I think the biggest, well, I have this system in my course called the BBE, Robust System. Mm-hmm. BBE. B stands for breath. D is discover and define, and E is engage. And this is just basically what I do when I tap into my spirit and what I tap into when I'm trying to give a psychic reading. It's just the quickest, fastest way because the breath is truly fundamental. It's transformational. Mm-hmm. The breath is, is what, it's like the quickest way to in, intake love by breathing. Hmm. And I don't want you to feel like you have to breathe for hours on end because I want you to breathe for maybe 20, 30 seconds. Then I want you to discover what it is you want to discuss. And then once you discover what you want to discuss, you want to define it by going in contact with whatever spiritual person wants to come to you for that for that discovery. Okay. Saying, I don't want you to say, hey, I want to ask Spirit Guide A about this question because Spirit Guide A might not be as good as Spirit Guide B. But you won't know that because you're defining it. So don't define first, discover, and then define, and then engage. I got it. With this entity and, then, and receive it that way. So that's what I do. And, and literally, I can get you, give you an accurate fuck answer within an hour, or within um, a minute of just going from literally, I can go from being a trash potato to ready for reading within a minute. And that's wow. what I want to teach in my class. How to, how to go from watching Family Guy, getting high, <laughs> you know, to um, doing an actual reading for someone for yourself within a minute. Zero to hero. That is definitely zero to hero because um, I was just about to say it takes me a while to get in the zone to like do my astrological readings. I feel like I could really highly benefit <laughs> from taking your course because I always kind of looked at it like, oh my gosh, you know, when I'm reading someone's chart, I'm, first of all, I like to make sure that I explain things in a way that it makes sense, but I also like drive it back to helping the person actually understand how I came to the conclusion that I did for my interpretation. So it's like educating them, but then also, you know, giving them the message. So I always kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I got to get in this space where, you know, I don't have anything bothering me. I can totally focus on the person. And it always takes me like, it it never takes me a minute. I, I would love for it only to take me a minute. To get in yeah, the space. It's, 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 I think it's honestly just because I was raised by the internet. So I am insatiable and I am impatient. I want the most bang for my buck now. Actually, I wanted it yesterday. The fact that I have it now is annoying. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a millennial. I want things now, now, now. And, and as, as a result, I sought out methodologies and things to, to truly hone that in, getting results now. I just can't wait to get it later. Well, you know what? I'm not even I'm not even upset at that sense of urgency because of what you said. Yeah, you guys grew up with the internet already there, whereas like I remember and, and cell phones and all types of different things. So it, it totally makes sense that there's a different uh, kind of vibe uh, to growing up in those times versus like I remember when I had to like actually hope someone was home 
when I called them. You know what I mean? When, yeah. <laughs> when I, if they weren't, it was like it was devastating. Like, what do you mean you're not in the house? And when I was like 14, I'll never forget this. It was so funny. Everybody had a pager, a beeper, and I went to my mom and I'm like, everybody has a beeper. I want a beeper. I had a job, you know what I mean? So I could pay the little beeper bill. But basically, people would page you and you would just call them back. It seems so stupid now, (laughs) given the fact that, you know, we've got smartphones, you've got like the world in your pocket, you know, that I was so like falling apart. Like my mother was like, only drug dealers and doctors have beepers. Like you don't need one. And I was just like, (gasps) and it was so funny because the universe then turned around and my dad came home with a beeper and I'm like, mom, is he a drug dealer? I know he's not a doctor. (laughs) Why has he got a beeper? And then I wound up with it. But, um, so I feel like I kind of grew up in that era where like we were transitioning from, you know, some old school stuff to new school stuff. Cause the internet, by the time I was like 16, most people did not have computers. You had to log on with um, America Online, and it took forever. I, I couldn't sit through dial-up now. I'd probably pull my hair out. I know you would, too. It would be yeah. far too much. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> dial-up was, it wasn't a fun thing. It was, I, I recall dial-up. I remember my grandmother being pissed because I was always on dial-up, and she was a talker. Of, she wanted to talk on the phone. Oh. So I, would dial-up, so I, would, I would wait until she goes to the bathroom to get off like a five minutes or so. And it just was, it was a mess. She would piss me out every time. So it, it feels like you were born in the right time and that you, you, you know, you understand we had to kind of crawl our way to wait. the information. Yeah. yeah. And it was that, it was that, that foundation of having to wait that propelled me for this love of knowing that there's no need to wait. Cause I can get high quality, high vibrational information within a minute or so. It doesn't take too long. Hmm. And I'm really wanting to transform that misconception. Cause I feel like for my age, get that they, they understand they can do it quickly and fast but i'm really honestly targeting like women who are over the age of 35 40 because those people kind of they have the idea that okay i need to meditate for hours and hours and hours and hours to get mm-hmm. to that level right because they were built upon that mentality you know so i feel like the pain point is so much larger for mm. women over 40 because they're the ones who, who, um, who truly have been misguided in terms of how we perceive the psychic information. So those are the ones that I really want to target, really. I think that would work, too, especially given the fact that most women that age, they're pressed for time. I mean, if you're trying to, like, you're juggling work, you're juggling kids, and it's like, now I have to, like, to give you an example, I'm in these groups in Facebook with a lot of different women that, you know, they're talking about, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time for myself. I mean... That's your target audience, definitely, because I always feel bad. I'm like, damn, I always kind of, like, make time for myself. I feel like if I don't do that, I won't be okay to deal with other people. But, you know, there's a lot of people putting everybody else's needs first, and then they think they have to meditate for, like, a year. So, of course, they don't think they have the time. They can benefit from learning how to do that in a minute. Seriously. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to ask you... Because when I first saw you pulling cards, when you learn tarot, and I feel like a lot of people have this notion, because technically I'm still learning, that's something that's you know newer to me. A lot of people seem to be so strict 
you know, like, um, I mean, you know, very rigid about things where I'm like, are you even like really open intuitively to how this is being interpreted? What do you think keeps you so loose and and just free? Like, I could just tell that things were just flowing to you as you were pulling the cards. Well, two things I do. I, I expect ease because I, I don't want any kind of strife. I'm lazy, so I just expect things to be easy for me. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> with cards, what happens in a tarot deck is you get this booklet, and you read the booklet, and you're saying, oh, Ace of Swords means this. I never have ever read that booklet, and I never will. There's no need to because I'm going to receive a certain card that's going to mean a certain thing for me, and I'm going to tell you what that means for me, and it will make sense to you. Because the second you define um, something as something, it will always be that. It can never be anything different. But source works in expansive ways, ways that are straightforward mindset, doesn't always understand. So it's important to be open, being open to receiving things in the ways they need to come as opposed to the way you're wanting them to come. Yes. Because when you want them to come a certain way, you want them to come in the, in the world of physical. But the world of physical is, is nearly as expansive and as higher of a vibration as the world of spirit. In the, the, the world experience. So I'm wanting um, people to just be aware that when you're doing tarot, just pull the damn card and whatever you feel, talk about it. If you notice a bird in the right corner of that picture, talk about it. It, it, is, it will lead to something. Mm-hmm. As, you, as you pull these cards and you read, you're reading for yourself because you are coming in contact. The person who's asking you a question, whether you know it or not, has the same pain point you do because you are in the vibrational alignment with that person and that person's question. The mm-hmm. fact that you're in the place to hear that question means that a certain percentage of your vibration is in accordance with that question. So you're really reading for yourself at all times. Always. Wow. Always. That's a heck of a way to look at it. Cause I'm telling you right now, I had a whole panic attack. Okay. <laughs> for some reason, astrology just came easy to me. I feel like I was remembering stuff when I was learning it instead of learning it. You know what I mean? Like stuff was coming yeah. back to me. Whereas when I first started looking into tarot, I'm like, you know, I'm listening to other people and they're like, this is this and this is, and I'm like, whoa, okay. Like you're overloading me. This simplistic approach that you're taking, I think I could have benefited greatly from because it kind of pushed me off of learning it for a while or, or engaging, I should say, practicing it because I'm like, I don't, I don't have the patience to be memorizing all this stuff. And here it is all within you anyway. You know what I mean? Jeez. See? See, he's amazing. He totally just changed my mind <laughs> about uh, how sure. I approach tarot. Yeah, it's all about the mindset. And something you said else to me, that you, you said you're still learning tarot, mm-hmm. that is a blockage. I will get rid of that immediately. Gotcha. I, when I picked up my deck, you know, my, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to be good at it. And I, and I was. When I did that video for the people that you're referring to, uh-huh. I was maybe doing tarot for like maybe two months at a time, like maybe three. Wow. Yeah, so it, it, I was very new to it, but I knew I would be good at it because I started out with nothing. I started out with like doing it myself, like doing baby pendulum readings maybe or just doing things for my core and going from there. So to have like a tool to me was like, oh, okay, it'll be easier now that I have a tool I started off with no tools. So if I can do it with no tools, I'll be fine with this. And, and I'm glad I did it that way because it really laid a nice foundation of confidence. And I want to, to teach others that same confidence with actionable steps. Not not just learning objectives, but doing objectives. So you're going to learn to breathe, but how do you breathe? I don't want you to take these old concepts of breathing for 
extended periods of time, get the results you need because you don't need that. So there's learning objectives and there's doing objectives. So you're also going to learn about your psychic abilities. Now you're going to learn how to use all of them at once. You're going to, you're going to actually do that. So I want you to see the, there's not only see the outcome of point A to B, but see the journey that happens in between. I can dig that. I can totally dig that. And practicing it, I guess, and doing it is the most important part for me. I feel kind of like I get very, um, I get very cautious of things because I love being perfect at everything that I pick up. So I really, your confidence a moment ago when you were talking about, well, I'm going to be good at this. That just like lit my soul aflame because I love that. Whereas for me, I'm like, how do I, you know, in my head automatically. And and like you said, they're blockages. So it's stuff for me to work on too, because I'll go, I need to, I need to learn this and do this. And once I have this, then I'll be able to do that instead of just going, no, I'm going to be great at this. So you're, you're over here inspiring me already. See? <laughs> nice. Good. I love it. I love it. So for this course, how do people sign up? So what you can do, I have a, a, a specific link. I, I think I gave it to you. Sure yes. Post that, but you can definitely go to that link. But uh-huh. if you want to just type it in yourself, you can type in bitly. So B-I-T dot L-Y slash zero to hero P-D. And I will definitely okay. put it in the description, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to take you to this, this, um, to this, this format goes over what the class is about. I have payment plans available. You can you can do a full pay in full kind of setup if you want. But for, for let's let's do this. Okay. Um. But usually let's do this. Yeah. Just for your callers, that link I gave you is specific to, to a, a certain kind of program. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to discount that link actually. Okay. I'm going to take off a hundred dollars per month. So the total price of the program. It's about two grand. Mm-hmm. What I want you to do for your callers is allow you to break it up into four payments of three ninety nine. Okay, so you're really saving four hundred dollars. You guys hear that discount? Discount. discount. <laughs> the the link is also going to be in the description. I want to make sure that you know you guys have access to this amazing opportunity that he's giving you. In a lot of cases, even when I come across programs that I would like to do. I never hear the person facilitating them offer themselves up the way Darius is doing, like the availability that he's giving you, the one-on-one attention too, by keeping the class small. That that within itself, that's worth it right there. So Darius, what would you say, I, I know you've been talking about the program itself and I, I, I totally am engaged in wanting to be a part of it. I want you to let the listening audience know just like a little bit more about you. Like what should we know about Darius? Ooh, a very interesting question. Know that I don't take anything for any too seriously for it to affect my mood negativity. Mm. I make fun of everyone. My favorite show is Family Guy. I love very crass, irreverent sense of humor. <laughs> Joan Crawford is hilarious to me. I, you know, I, I, I go for those who make fun of everyone. Yeah. Trump, African Americans, Asians, I don't care who you are, I'm with the lab. <laughs> Everyone can be a, a, the punchline of a joke. Everyone can get it. it seriously. I Everything love it. Be. Yes. And, and that's important. That's very important to, to level up in life just as a person, to not to take anything too seriously, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I totally understand so that. I have, a, I have a very, like, quote unquote, sick 
different humor that comes out sometimes. That's okay. I love okay, that because I don't like I don't like when people are stuffy and I think one of the things yeah. when I first started like looking at different spiritual stuff I was like oh god I, I hope they are nowhere near like what I was used to because okay I grew up Catholic I didn't go to Catholic school till like seventh grade and when I got there it was a culture shock even though I was Catholic before that and it was like I couldn't understand why everything had to be so like, oh, like, oh, this is proper, let us. <laughs> and I was, I was appalled by it because like, uh, I just, I think things are funny that other people don't like with my darker sense of humor. And I'll never yeah. forget, they were like, you have to go to confession. This was like the third day of school. They made us go to mass and now they're like, you got to go to confession. And I'm like, what? I don't. I don't want to go to confession. And they're like, well, you have to. Right. And and I'm like, well, I don't have anything to confess. Well, that's not true. Everyone has something to confess. There's no way you have nothing to confess. And I'm just like, are they, right. are, are they serious with this? Nah, I don't, I don't want to go talk to that guy and tell him my business. Well, you have to go talk to him and tell him your business because that's the only way for you to be absolved from your sins. And I'm like, yo. Okay, now this is getting to the point where I'm laughing. Now, again, this is school, so you know I'm going to get in trouble for that, right? <laughs> like, I can't just, like, turn it down. But I think that was, like, my little rebelliousness um, showed a little bit there. So when I got older, I'm like, oh, God, don't let these spiritual people be all stuffy, too, because they will not like my potty mouth. They will not like the dirty things that come out of my mouth. And it's, it's so refreshing to find somebody who has that deep, dark sense of humor that anybody can, hey, you're equal opportunity uh, as far as the jokes are concerned. And, and that's amazing. We should be able to laugh at everything. That's how I feel. Everything, everything, everything. I agree. Everything, truly. So you guys will be getting um, someone with a wonderful sense of humor too <laughs> if you're doing this course. And I'm going to make this a habit of doing this to everybody who comes on the show. So I apologize that you're kind of the guinea pig. But you're such a good sport, and I can tell this won't be bad. Please tell us what's your favorite music. Who's in your um, playlist right now? Oh, my playlist right now. Yeah. I've been in this opera kick. I, I love great voices. I want to hear people sing. So I don't know if you you won't know this is but Philip Sly. He's my make, boy right now. I'm going to look him up. He's, he's a bass baritone. He, he does really good. Um, Schubert songs i don't know if this means anything to you but yeah <laughs> no it does okay so here here's the interesting little little thing about me um a lot of the listening audience might not know either but when i was in the catholic school i was in chorus and i took it as a major and we even though i rapped on the weekends i've been rapping since i was 12 um <laughs> i was in the studio on the weekends but during the week we were singing all types of different things so i was exposed to opera i was exposed to hymns um of course for the catholic church and then we sung with kenny rogers we sung with roberta right. flack people bryson jeffrey osborne paul anka rosemary clooney so yeah i'm i'm varied with my musical taste so i love that you are too so you're going to make me oh, look absolutely. that up in Spotify. So now that I know who's in your, <laughs> who's on your radar. And Family Guy's his favorite show. Oh, favorite food. Always got to know that. My Venus and Taurus is nosy. It's nosy. My favorite food is cheese. <gasps> For sure. I love cheese. Oh, I found a kinship. 
a kindred spirit. Yes, I love cheese. Love, love, love cheese. I'm having a problem because I have some friends that are like, oh, well, would you ever try being vegan? And I'm like, the cheese. The cheese would be a problem. I had a vegan moment. I had, I had, I had, I had like four vegan moments. They, <laughs> they would last about two to three months, sometimes one month. But I realized that I was vegan because I thought the foods empowered me. But what I'm realizing is that I'm empowering the foods, really. Oh. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, giving, I'm giving the energy of whatever I perceive the food to be, that energy. So let's say this is healthy for me, it will be healthy. Now, of course, I'm not saying go out and eat pizzas 24-7, but I guarantee you that you don't need to be vegan to connect spirits. Because I used to think, oh, if I'm vegan, I'll I'll be as psychic as possible. Not not, not, not true. I'm the most powerful I've ever been at this point in time, eating meat, eating pizza, mm-hmm. and I can type my gifts with ease. Where to put that out there. Good. Where do you think this notion comes from? Because I see it all the time where people are just like, well... You know, you're, you're never going to ascend if you're still eating off the suffering of sentient beings. And, you know, people are really, really judgy. And it's almost like, like, damn, could you calm your tits a little bit? Like, I understand that you're passionate about this, but the judgment, you know what I mean? The judgment attached yeah. to it is just, it's ugly. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel enlightened to me. It doesn't feel like a vibration I want to be on. It doesn't help their cause at all. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes them um, makes us avoid wanting to be vegan because of them. So I, I think it's just a matter of them expressing what they feel they've done wrong in the past directed at you. You're, you're the reason that they fucked up. Basically, they're, they're, they're basically pointing at you, looking at their faults that they experienced in the past. So I wouldn't even think it's personal. Mm-hmm. They're just it's just like self-expression of self-loathing. They're, they're basically kind of pinpointing what they dislike about themselves and they're seeing the same thing that they did and you should be disliking you because of it. But you aren't bad, it's just them. Uh, but they aren't even bad. They just, like like all people are trying to like evolve and transcend and whatnot. So I wouldn't even take it seriously. <laughs> I, I can dig that. I can dig that. And shout outs to all the vegans like my friend Selik who does not make me feel bad. She still cooks meat for her man. <laughs> she will still do it. That's what I'm talking about. She made a decision and did not project any negativity on anyone else for not making the same one. So Darius, before we go, just wanted to ask you if there was anything that just popped into your head or that you feel that the listening audience today could benefit from hearing from you. Religion and spirituality really have the same goal but I think because of our upbringing in religion, we feel that we can't talk to Jesus or we can't talk to St. Francis of Assisi. But these entities and energies have been created to go to for guidance. Like I connected Jesus for the purpose of a reading, but that doesn't mean I read the Bible. That doesn't mean I'm, um, I'm paying tithe. Mm. So don't allow religion to hinder you from being spiritual. Do oh. not allow religion to hinder you from being spiritual. If you want to talk to God or Jesus or mother mary or, or whomever do that because these energies exist in a place that we can communicate with at all times because we again are these energies see what i'm saying yeah i love me saying i love jesus doesn't mean i'm going to church tomorrow i don't i, I or i believe in reading the bible or i'm going to do certain things that the christian believes says i should do but it just means that jesus is in, is in existence in a place that i want to commune with and gain insights from to help others 
Oh, that that is so perfectly stated. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't have said it better myself. And everybody, again, you want to make sure if you feel so inclined and you are a person that will take this seriously, seriously, like we're not playing. He wants you to be totally committed. You want to look at Darius's course from zero to psychic hero in 30 days so you can maximize your psychic abilities, radiate, radiate, excuse me, confidence in your craft and sprint out of the spiritual closet. Again, I'm going to put the link in the bio, but could you just say the website one more time, Darius, before we go? Yes, of course. So it's bit.ly slash from zero to hero pp. Yes. So I thank you so much for coming on. You're definitely coming on here again. I'm just, I, I oh, mean, sure. I'm, I'm making sure that you know that. Like, I'm almost saying, like, you don't have a choice. But just because I enjoy your energy. <laughs> and I know we'll come up with something, because um, what I want to do, I don't always want to make it seem like people have to be talking to me to be on the show. You can definitely, whatever you feel would help the collective, if, if something pops up for you, I want to have you on to just share your message. So thank you, sweetie. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was so much fun. I'm totally down. I, I would like to actually come on like every two weeks if possible. Yes, yes, you could. You definitely could. We, we've we got room here. We've got room here because there's plenty going on that needs discussing. And when you are put on this planet to help people, you just, you just feel compelled to do it. And you're going to have opportunities come your way that allow for you to, you know, kind of live that destiny. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, everybody, again, for listening to us here again on Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Illy Vish out.